The Chicago White Sox did exactly what they needed to do. They beat the Colorado Rockies. It was not flashy or a statement win, but it was indeed a win, and that's all that matters right now. Michael Kopech had a nice bounce-back outing, and Aloy Jimenez continued to impress. Luis Robert made a return to the lineup, and Rick Hahn addressed the media on a variety of topics. Wednesday is Dylan C's day, and the Sox go for the quick two-game sweep. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Aloy Jimenez continues to smash the baseball and Michael Kopech should feel good about Tuesday's outing. Uh, there are some Tim Anderson updates. Can we really see him back on the field next week? Uh, but first, the Chicago White Sox are virtually in a must-win territory. Take care of business by any means necessary. A state of the White Sox, 73-69, and 69, still three games back in the AL Central, chasing the Cleveland Guardians who refuse to lose. Uh, there are 20 games left uh, to the season. Under the careful care of Miguel Cairo, the Chicago White Sox are 10-4 and with a plus 34 uh, run differential. Uh, White Sox beat the Rockies 4-2 to Tuesday night on the south side. Uh, one game at a time, whatever it takes. Uh, just like Chuck and Ozzy will say in the pre and post on NBC Sports Chicago, whatever it takes. Uh, the Sox have to keep pace with the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, I'm excited for Dylan Cease Day. Uh, it's a day game. Uh, and on paper, of course, the Chicago White Sox should be able to handle the Colorado Rockies and move on without issue. Uh, but I am worried that that big matchup uh, with the Guardians on Thursday will be the central focus. I hope I'm wrong, hoping the White Sox can make it a more comfortable win, uh, provide far more offense than on Tuesday night. And of course, looking for Dylan Cease uh, to be locked in as he chases the Cy Young crown. Uh, before Tuesday's game, there was a lot of discussion about Bob Nightingale's article in USA Today. Uh, a lot going on with this article. If you have not read it, make sure you get to it. Uh, covered a variety of different stuff uh, revolving around Tony LaRusso's medical leave, Miguel Cairo taking over, and what the players have essentially said 
and how this team has been performing uh, essentially over the last couple of weeks. Uh, this was from Nightingale's article. Uh, Miguel Cairo may only be an interim manager, but it was his fiery speech and his first day on the job. The players will tell you that woke them up perhaps just in time to save their season. A lot of great quotes in this article. Uh, This from Liam Hendricks, quote, he told us pretty much, if you don't want to be here, then get the bleep out. It was eye-opening to some guys who really have never been told no. There needs to be repercussions. There needs to be some kind of a risk and reward. That was one thing that reverberated with some guys. The message really hasn't changed at all for us this year, but it was a different viewpoint, a different verbiage, a different way of delivering, end quote. How about Josh Harrison? Quote, let's put it this way. You can tell your kids something and they don't listen. Someone else tells them the same thing and they get the message. It's put up or shut up. Miggy has done a great job bringing energy to the team, end quote. Uh, Lance Lynn, who's been pitching very well lately, quote, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to get going. Uh, You get an opportunity to still make a run for it. Uh, If we get hot, we could piss off everybody right to the end. Sometimes it's good to just hear the truth, Lynn said. He pretty much told us that it's time to do this, and if you're not ready, uh, you got to figure it out. The gist of it now is that we're here. So look at yourself in the mirror and say, what am I doing to help the team win today? Give me everything you got, end quote. Uh, and then one of my favorites from comes from the man himself, Miguel Cairo, quote, if you want to play play. If you don't want to play, sit down and let someone else play, uh, end quote. Uh, According to Bob Nightingale in the article, no one wants to sit these days. They've been arriving early to the ballpark, staying late after games, yelling at one another, encouraging each other, praying the resurgence isn't too late. Great article, and the USA Today uh, really speaks to a lot of what uh, Sox fans have kind of felt. I know I have felt it. Something is different, and sometimes it's not exactly what is being said. It's who is saying it, uh, and it sounds like the Sox players are all ears. Uh, Rick Hahn spoke to the media before Tuesday's game. I'm going to tell you why there's some good news regarding Tim Anderson. Uh, more on that in a moment. Summer's winding down, the nights are getting longer, but the breeze isn't the only thing that's getting stiff. That's right, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, we all know that confidence can take you far in life. That's especially true in the bedroom, especially when it's time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with 
one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the U.S. of A. and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Locked On at checkout. Uh, just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Locked On to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. Rick Hahn speaks. Uh, Rick Hahn uh, tested positive for COVID, uh, he mentioned, before Tuesday's game and was available uh, via Zoom. Uh, haven't heard from him in a while, and there was a lot to get to, a lot of news and notes. Uh, Rick Hahn said that Tony Larusa will be at the ballpark uh, not only on Tuesday, but also on Wednesday. Uh, but he will not uh, be in uniform or managing. Uh, apparently, he was up in a suite somewhere, maybe sitting with Jerry Reinsdorf, uh, watching the game on Tuesday, and he will do so on Wednesday. Uh, Han said there is not a final determination on when or if uh, Tony LaRusso will return this season. Uh, Rick Han also said that Tim Anderson uh, has been cleared to begin ramping up more seriously his baseball activity. Uh, Han said he could return during next week's homestand, uh, but no set clear return date uh, has been made. Miguel Cairo did say before Tuesday's game that Anderson will start at shortstop when, if he returns. Uh, Elvis Andrews has never played second base nor has Tim Anderson. Uh, at this point, you've got to keep Elvis Andrews in the lineup somehow, some way. Uh, so if Tim Anderson is indeed uh, going to be penciled in at shortstop, if he returns, then you've got to put Elvis Andrews uh, at second base. Interested to see if he maybe starts taking some reps uh, during pregame uh, at second base. Ozzie Gian talked about it in the pregame on Tuesday, uh, how it's completely different going from shortstop to second base, different viewpoint, uh, how you know how you see the batter, how you're angled uh, in the infield. Uh, Guillen mentioned moving to third would be a lot easier of a move. I mean, could potentially the White Sox uh, move Andrews to third and then shift Mankata back to second where he had started with the White Sox way back when? Uh, time will tell. Uh, but Elvis Andrews needs to play. Talking about this whole Tony LaRusso situation, of course, the Bob Nightingale article was very telling, I thought. Uh, I, I'm always curious to hear what the players have to say. We, we've seen the product. We've seen how this uh, team has been playing. Uh, we spoke in a previous uh, lockdown episode that Tony LaRusso said he does not want to be a distraction to this team, yet was going to be traveling uh, with the team back to Chicago from, of course, Oakland. Why is he at the ballpark if he doesn't want to be a distraction? Even if he is in street clothes, sitting somewhere up uh, in a suite, 
with no interaction uh, with the team during the game, of course, it's still the fact that he's there hovering, you know, that this becomes something that constantly needs to be asked then, you know, Miguel Cairo fielding questions. The Sox have such a critical stretch right now. 20 games left in the season. Every game has playoff feelings to it, uh, especially those games coming up against Cleveland, the first opportunity, of course, Thursday. So if you don't want to be a distraction to this team that is in uh, you know, the fight for their lives, then just leave. Do not be around. Uh, I just feel like the White Sox are not giving us all the information I feel like maybe a decision has already been made. And, you know, the way they've handled this whole thing has been bizarre to be to, you know, to begin with how the players found out about this through social media and beyond, you know, do right by Miguel Cairo. And, and, and Guillen was talking about it again. He was he was hitting it uh, in the pregame. It, you know, the Sox have to make a decision. Tony La Russa has to make a decision. Either you're in or you're out. None of this kind of waffling in between, hanging around the ballpark, uh, being a presence, and essentially a distraction. We found out some some information. Speaking of that Thursday game against Cleveland, originally that was going to be a Lucas Giolito start. Well, Miguel Cairo said that Lance Lynn is now going to be starting on Thursday. That's good news. Uh, you know, news uh, that came at a time where I think maybe the players are are really uh, tuned into this, you know, ears probably perked up, eyes perked up. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, you know, these matter, these games matter so much. And I feel like the Sox are going to do everything uh, possible, uh, you know, to utilize these off days that they have the next few Mondays and, and shifting the starting rotation to their advantage, especially with those big three games against Cleveland next week on the south side. So Giolito, maybe a bit of a confidence uh, bust for him. He hasn't been pitching that great. Uh, he knows it. I think he would he would be understanding of the situation. Uh, hopefully you know, he takes that uh, and he uses it as motivation. Uh, he'll start the first game of the Detroit series on Friday. But, you know, every game uh, is so big right now, especially – when it comes to these Cleveland games, uh, Sacks need to win all four against Cleveland to hold the tiebreaker. There will not be a game 163. Uh, it basically reverts to the head-to-head matchup, and Cleveland has the edge right now. Uh, so Lance Lynn scheduled to start uh, on Thursday, and Geo uh, will go Friday. Uh, it was not a pretty win for the White Sox, but it was another first game of the series win under Miguel Cairo. I'm going to tell you why it should be a quick two-game series sweep. More on that in a moment. Sox offense uh, got started right away. Uh, they did not score very often in this game, but uh, they got it going in the first inning. Elvis Andrews, wow, continues to stay hot with a lead-off double. Uh, Mancata with a sacrifice bunt. A lot of people irate uh, over it. Had visions of 2005, I'll tell you that. Get them on, move them over. Uh, Andrus at third now with only one out. Uh, Jose Abreu walks. You got runners at the corners, but Aloy Jimenez again. What? I mean, this guy is not only having a, a, an outstanding month, but a whole second half, 
He blasts a no-doubt three-run bomb to center field quickly. Three-nothing White Sox. Again, Aloy Jimenez doing it in the designated hitter spot. Keep him in that DH spot. He is a dangerous man right now. Uh, Second inning, uh, we saw Luis Roberts first at bat. He swung with two hands, and at the first pitch he saw, hit it on the screws to third base. Nice defensive play by Colorado. Uh, Luis Robert uh, was robbed of a base hit, but uh, all things considered, a pretty good at bat. Third inning, Andrews led off with his second hit of the game, but Sox couldn't really do much. Uh, Fifth inning, you know, on paper, uh, you know, Colorado's starter, Chad Cool, was supposed to be a pitcher that the Sox should have easily handled. Uh, Sox got on, on the board in the first inning, and that was really it through five innings. Uh, just three runs, three hits, two walks, one for two with runners in scoring position. Uh, up until this point, Andrews uh, had the double and Jimenez the home run. Those were your extra base hits. Uh, sixth inning, Jose Abreu led off with a single, but Aloy Jimenez uh, grounds into a double play. Sheets flies out, starting to get those feelings at this point in the game. Like if you let Colorado hang around long enough, uh, something bad might happen. Uh, so far, Andrus Jimenez Abreu, only guys to get a hit off of Chad Cool. Uh, seventh inning, Andrew Vaughn joined that club with a leadoff single. Uh, Sox uh, holding on to this one-run lead. Grandal knocks Cool out of the game with a base hit. So you've got runners at sec- uh, first and second with only one out. Sox managed to load the bases. Mancata has a chance to add some much-needed insurance runs, uh, but Yohan Mancata uh, flies out to left field. Finally, the eighth inning. Again, this one-run game needs some insurance runs, and it is Jose Abreu to the rescue leads off the inning with a solo home run. His first home run since August 3rd. Mercy. 4-2 White Sox. Uh, Sox offense, four runs, seven hits. Uh, Another multi-home run game. We know how great the Sox have been when that has happened. Uh, Three walks, six strikeouts. White Sox were one for five with runners in scoring position. They left six runners on. Uh, Robert in his uh, comeback off the, uh, it wasn't really an IL. It was just, we haven't seen him in a while with that wrist injury. Uh, Robert was 0 for 4 uh, with two strikeouts. Jimenez 1 for 3. He has four home runs and 12 RBIs in his last seven games. So how about the pitching and defense? Michael Kopech uh, trying to bounce back from that rough start he had uh, in Seattle. It was 6 up, 6 down for Kopech. Really good command. Uh, went with the fastball quite a bit on Tuesday. Kopech had 30 pitches after two innings. And then the third inning, this was really his only bad inning. Colorado had their first hit early in the inning. Uh, his fastball was still sailing at, at times, but he seemed to be much more settled down than his last outing against the Mariners. However, a Rocky shortstop uh, Trejo, uh, took a hanging slider out of the park for a two-run home run. Uh, It was 3-2 at that point. Uh, Kopech not happy with himself at all. Uh, Really, his body language showed it, and Gordon Beckham talked about that in that inning. Uh, Hanging the slider was an issue for Kopech in the third, but you know what? He must have had a conversation with Grandal. He settled down in the fourth. It was a very quick inning. 
Same in the fifth. Uh, Michael Kopech the, made the unnecessary adjustments, and it was just that one bad inning for him. Uh, you know, his second start coming off the IL, so he was done after five five innings, three hits, two earned runs, zero walks, three strikeouts, and eighty pitches. Not a bad outing at all uh, for Michael Kopech. So we've got a rested bullpen. Sox went with Lambert in the sixth. He had some traffic, but was able to pitch around things. And then Ronaldo Lopez, extremely sharp in the seventh, a one, two, three. Uh, eighth inning, Kendall Graveman facing CJ Crone with two outs and a runner on first. Now, Crone recently uh, hit a 504 foot home run, and Graveman strikes him out on an array of sliders. Sox head into the ninth with a run, one run lead. And then Liam Hendricks nailed things down for his 33rd save. Sox win a tight one. Not really thinking that was how it's going to go against the Rockies. But again, a win is a win. Uh, it's Dylan Cease Day on Wednesday. Dylan Cease this year, 14-6 and six with a 2.06 ERA. Has never faced the Colorado Rockies in his career uh, Cease coming off a stellar start against the Oakland Athletics last week where the offense exploded for 14 runs. It'd be nice to get something like that on Wednesday. Hey, folks, thanks so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sacks your first listen. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will recap Dylan Cease's outing and hopefully be talking about a White Sox sweep. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.